Can you spy him deep within? Little possum black as sin. Bag is open, growing wider. What's inside it, man or spider? Little boy, don't lose your way. Possum wants to come and play. The following podcast contains possum spoilers. You have been warlered. You've been warned. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of KFR News Radio. This is your host, Glenjamin Bunn, along with your host, Miguel Magusto. Hello. Hello, hello. It has been a fortnight and a half. It has, it has. Yes. How are you doing, Glenjamin? I'm okay. I'm a little toasty right now. For some reason, my room got a little hot. But other than that, the only thing hot is the relationship oh. between us two. The second? <sighs> yes, that's true. Yeah. The second my movie room slash office gets hot, mm-hmm. air conditioner going in. Because, yep. you know, you, you went in my movie room in my last place. No Absolutely. air conditioning, no possibility for air conditioning. Mm-hmm. Hottest basement in the entire goddamn world. It was a little toast. It, basement should not be that hot. I don't understand why it was so hot. <laughs> no, uh, I'm I'm basically in the attic, so it makes sense for me. But basement, yeah. hell no. Basement hell no. should be cold. I don't know why, why that one wasn't, but, you mm-hmm. know, I digress. Uh, we watched a movie that we're going to talk about in a minute called mm-hmm. Possum. Uh, but before we do that, we have a little bit of catching up. Glenn, I know you have not as many movies to talk about as I do. Yep, yep. So you go first. Uh, what movies have you watched? While <clears throat> on our little little break that we had, I, I started to re-watch some movies. Uh, one starting with Prisoners. Uh, amazing movie, obviously. But I wanted to re-watch it because I, don't, I didn't remember much from the last time I watched it. Uh, so I decided to go back and jump back into that. And dear God, I fucking love that movie. I had given it a four and a half, and now I'm just giving it a straight five just because I love it so much, and it's so damn good. Yeah. Um, but that was, like, the second or third day after our, our little break that we had, and then mm-hmm. I watched uh, Batman Begins for some reason, mainly because I, I kind of wanted to fall asleep, but I just ended up watching the whole thing again. <laughs> I've done that before. Uh, obviously still not nearly as good as uh, Dark Knight. Still might be better than Dark Knight Rises. I don't know. It's Dark Knight hard. Rises gets a. It, it's the problem with Dark Knight Rises is there's no way it was going to live up to Dark Knight, so everyone yeah. shits on it way more than it deserves. Maybe not as good as Batman Begins, but still not terrible. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think people over hype Batman Begins. You know, I haven't seen I it in a long. I don't know time. how to explain that, but it, it's a good movie. Yeah, I just think people are just trash on Dark Knight Rises so hard that it feels like they're over hyping Batman Begins too mm-hmm. hard. I don't know, but whatever. It was a movie that I was going to fall asleep to, and I never did. So I ended up watching the whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, of course, we watched The Northman and The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Uh, and then, of course, we watched Possum. But, uh, yes, we do. I think, I'm think i pretty sure that's all I watched. Uh, I could be wrong. You know, we, we know that I'm always wrong about things. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, you've got a little plethora, don't you not? <laughs> oh, boy, do I. Uh, so I may have miscounted. And mm-hmm. I want you to count as I talk about them just to see if I'm correct. I think okay. I have 31 <laughs> in in the 21 days it's been since, since yeah. we've done it. So more than a movie a day. 
Uh, well, let's see. I'm going to go through these as fast as I can. Uh, first, I rewatched the short film by Daniels called Interesting Ball because it's hilarious. I wanted to rewatch it. Uh, then I rewatched Swiss Army Man by Daniels. Are you counting, Glenn? Just to mm-hmm. make sure. Okay, so that's two. Swiss Army Man, great film. Uh, then for the 1001 movies, you must see before you die. I watched The Bride of Frankenstein, which we've talked about on this podcast. That's then three. I, yep. Then I rewatched uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once. That was the third time I watched it, I believe. Mm-hmm. It, might, it might have been second, actually. It looks like the second time. Uh, so, yeah, that was the second time I watched it. Then I watched Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, mm-hmm. First watch, then I watched An American Pickle with Seth Rogen, and Seth Rogen, he plays two people in that. Uh, then I watched uh, a few short films by the Daniels. Uh, there's four here, so you can add four. Uh, dog Boarding. We're at 10, pu- 11 now. Puppets, Pockets, mm-hmm. and Swingers. Uh, so those are all short films by the Daniels. All are like two minutes long, but they're on Letterboxd, so I wrote them. Then for a third time, I watched Everything Everywhere All at Once. I mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. watched it with, uh, I believe that's when I watched it with my dad, my uncle, and my wife. Uh, and I was really worried that they were not going to like it. But they all liked it. Hell yes. So there's that. Uh, then you I watched keep them in your life. <laughs> yeah, for the 1001 movies you must see before you die, I watched The Hangover. Uh, it's The Hangover. Then for the 1001 mm-hmm. movies you must see before you die, I watched To Be or Not To Be. Uh, you can f- find all of these uh, reviews for that in June, by the way, for all the 1001 movie movies. Uh, then I watched Metal Lords, which is on Netflix. It is a movie about a high school metal band, uh, and I'm a metalhead, so I probably liked it more than most people, but it does have some charming moments. Yeah, it's it's just a, a good way to pass time, especially mm-hmm, if you're a metalhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, then for the 1001 movies you must see before you die, I watched Brokeback Mountain. I know. Shocker. I had never seen it before. Shocker. Yeah, that is, uh, <laughs> is kind of shocker. Yeah. You'll hear about that in June. <laughs> or no, May. At the end of this yep. month. You'll hear that at the end of this month. Then for the fourth time, I watched Everything Everywhere all at once. Uh, I would have seen that more times, but I got COVID, as people who follow our YouTube channel would know. So mm-hmm. I could not go to the theater for two weeks. Uh, I'm about to go see it again sometime this week for a fifth time, but there we go. Uh, I also watched that same day, Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Uh, if you're a Harry Potter fan, you're probably going to go see that if you haven't already. Uh, then I took my uncle to see Pulp Fiction because we both had not seen it in theaters and it was playing at Bryn Mawr, so I watched that. Then I watched Jack Goes Boating, which is uh, directed and starring Philip Seymour Hoffman. I had watched it several years ago, probably 10 years ago, and barely remembered it, so I figured I'd give it another go. Pretty solid movie, you know, understated, so it's not going to wow you, but it's still pretty good. Mm -hmm. Then for the 1001 movies, you must see before you die, I watched Natural Born Killers with uh, uh, Woody Harrelson and Robert Downey Jr. and Juliette Lewis. Uh, Yeah, and Julia Lewis or Juliet? I forget. It's one of those two. Then for 1001 movies, I watched Black Narcissus, uh, rewatched it. Then for the 1001 movies, I watched The Story of a Cheat, Uh, again, uh, the May episode, May 28th, you can find out what I thought about that. Then I watched Vivo with uh, with my son and my wife while we were all sick and just recovering. Watched an animated f- family movie together. And then we watched the Lego Batman together because nothing cheers people up more than bit Lego Batman. Yep. And that wonderful MacGuffin joke at the beginning that only <laughs> I laughed at in the theater. Uh, then we watched a documentary called Polar Bear because we were still sick and just trying to recover. Just yes. trying to have some life. So we watched a polar bear documentary on Disney+. Plus. Then for 1001 Movies You Must See Before You Die, I watched Hour of the Wolf and Lawrence of Arabia uh, on separate days. I actually split up Lawrence of Arabia over two days because that f- motherfucker is four hours long. And uh, 
normally, you know, but in my pre having a child days, I would have watched that all in one mm. sitting. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, Baby Boy had other ideas. Uh, then I watched Drag Me to Hell, uh, Sam Raimi movie, because people keep telling me it's good, and I could have sworn what I saw of it was trash, and I was correct. What I saw <laughs> of it was trash. So, uh, you know, if you like that movie, great. Good for you. I'm happy for you. Not for me. Not my kind of cup of tea. No. Thank you. Fuck off. Uh, (laughs) Then you and I watched The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. We are going Mm -hmm. to have a review on that probably by the time this episode comes out. Uh, It's going to be on our YouTube channel. Then we definitely have a review out for The Northman, which you can find out our thoughts on that on YouTube. And then I watched Possum. How many was that, Glenn? I'll be honest. After twenty, I lost count. I'm, let's um, just say it's thirty-one. But I was, I was, I, it's roughly twenty-nine to thirty-one. <laughs> I, I might have missed a repeat of uh, everything everywhere twice. So I don't blame you for that. It's, it's there. Well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> thirty-one. Yep, thirty-one. That's correct. Sorry, I had to, my brain would not let me go forward it's, until it's I It's quite okay. Yes. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that does it for that. Now, we do have some news. We don't normally go about news anymore, mm-hmm. but uh, everyone listening to this has probably heard of the Johnny Depp defamation case against Amber Heard. Uh, you've had to at this point. You've had to at this point, unless you just don't go on the internet at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, possible, completely possible, completely yeah. normal, but... Uh, the world is kind of finally seeing that Johnny Depp was telling the truth the whole time. Mm-hmm. This and that case Amber had Herd evidence. A, a yeah. piece of shit. Who pieces of shits on the on the bed? On the bed, yeah. This case has had uh, evidence that was not allowed in previous cases, which is dumb because, like, it's kind of the big cup of tea. Mm-hmm. The, the the big uh, Lebowski evidence. Such yep. as uh, uh, Amber Heard mocking him for being an abuse victim. Yep. Uh, and that's not to say that he did not hit her, but it looks like more and more every day that he hit her out of self-defense. Yeah, a lot of antagonizing and stuff like that, and she was trying to get him to do yeah. it. Then she, d- like she did more harm to him than she he did to her, mm-hmm. uh, both emotionally and physically, it seems. Uh, but, you know, I think it is a smart thing that this is happening because regardless of the outcome of this case, which Amber Heard's lawyers are fucking useless, so <laughs> I would be much. I would be shocked if this goes any other way than Johnny Depp's case. But if it doesn't go his way, he wins in the court of public opinion, and really that's all that kind of matters mm-hmm. in uh, in the grand, especially for for defamation cases. Like no one no one really cares if he gets fifty million dollars out of this, but they all know that Amber Heard is horrible and yep. should not be in Aquaman too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, any, I, what did I say? It was like 2.6 million or something like that signatures yeah. signed for her to get booted off now. And this, this, I feel like this thing started like two years ago. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, there, there have always been supporters of Johnny Depp. I yeah. mean, the fact that his, his ex-girlfriends and ex-wives have mm-hmm. come to his defense just goes to show you how much bullshit this is. Like, no one has that many exes defend them. Yep. Not not even like the nicest of people is just like oh yeah he he, he was a great person he was nothing more than gentle. Uh, it seems if if you had to ask me, it seems like the only reason he ever broke up with these women were, was because of you know mutual interests. They all wanted to go their separate ways. Yeah, and and it was all out of respect. So who knows? I, I I'm not claiming to be an expert on the matter, but it is not it's, looking. 
a very wild trial to be uh, following along. I find myself coming home every day and just kind of getting the latest scoop yeah. on what's going and on. My favorite part so far is when they were interviewing the psychologist. Oh my uh, god, they were just like, yeah, they were like, oh, you told your husband that you were uh, the, the muffin were, man. Yeah, you told your husband that you were going to interview uh, uh, Amber Heard, and uh, he bought her muffins. And he, mm-hmm. That that's not accurate. Well, didn't you buy muffins? Yes, I buy muffins for all my clients. My husband happened to pick them up. That is that is much different than specifically buying them for Amber Heard. Yeah, like <laughs> they kept trying to twist her on like how like the husband knew, but she's like, no, I I buy muffins for then, my clients yeah. every time, and it just happens that I was late and I needed him to pick them up, so I took them. And I brought them. So the, he didn't go to the thing. He didn't do anything. He just got the muffins yeah. for me. And they tried to drag it and twist her around. Yeah. And she's like, no, you're fucking wrong. Can we yeah. move along from the muffins? Yeah. And now the, everyone's the part, calling her <laughs> She's that she's married to the muffin man. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> the, muffin, the part that got me is that they were interviewing her about her calling her an extreme narcissist. Mm-hmm. And nothing is more narcissistic than assuming that just because someone said my husband picked these up for us, that means she, he specifically knew he was getting them for you. Mm-hmm. Nothing screams narcissistic more than that. Yeah, it's, like, uh, like it, let's just say uh, your mom bought donuts for us. I would not yep. be like, oh, the mom bought. Uh, oh, mom bought me? donuts <laughs> for me. Like, no, <laughs> bought them for us. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily know mean that she knows that you're hanging out with me. Just means we got donuts. Yeah, they're, her lawyers are grasping at anything they could try to get a hold of. Yeah. It, it's showing. It's frankly embarrassing. It, it's super embarrassing, um, especially to the point like recently, the last couple days is like they'll get up to say hearsay or like object to anything and she'll just ignore them at that point. She's like, please move on. Yeah. <laughs> just please keep going. Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. They've even objected to their own questions. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, Amber Heard fired her PR team already. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's just a it's a clusterfuck, and I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah, and I really hope that this goes Johnny Depp's way personally. Uh, you know, I'm I'm sure he's probably not going to act again, regardless, just because of how Hollywood treated him. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's it's a super interesting trial in you know more more than one way because it's you know all this hollywood tea and stuff like that you're getting and just how kind of funny this overall trial is not funny in the fact that he was abused and stuff like that obviously um and that getting to my other point that it's interesting that we're gonna see so many more cases now where men are gonna step out and you know pull out their their you know lady abusers and you know call them out from from just this trial and johnny stepping up about it yeah which is super cool yeah absolutely Um, because so, that was always Johnny, the thing that with with the Me Too movement that everyone always ignored. Yeah, was the fact that uh, men are also abused. I mean, they mm-hmm. they, they listened to a few uh, for like Brendan Fraser and uh, yeah. uh, Terry Crews, but no one really called. It's, it's for, kind of selective. Yeah, no, <laughs> which like, which people, ones they want. People listened to them and accepted that as valid. No one really called for the cancellation of the the men that did that to them. Mm-hmm. So it's it's ridiculous yeah. so hopefully from this uh we obviously get more justification for you know uh 
men being abused and you know trying to stand up for themselves. Um, yeah, because it'd be pretty pretty fucking cool if that happened. Yes, <laughs> instead of just being called you know be a man, suck it up. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, so yeah, if 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 by chance you you have some spare time, definitely just go home and watch some highlights of the Johnny Depp trial because yeah. it is both super entertaining and very kind of cringy, very sad. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Johnny Depp seems to be good good spirits. He's given mm-hmm. his uh, his his lawyers candy during the trial. He's yeah, he's and doodling. His, his, <laughs> he's getting a huge you know you know fan uh, just appreciation. Someone brought him alpacas. Yeah. He's like, oh, alpacas. He's like, oh, it's alpaca day. <laughs> and now I can't stop memeing like most of the things he says. Like there was like a, a clipping of him like saying Aquaman <laughs> to Amber Heard at one point in a clip. <laughs> just mocking her that she was an Aquaman. He's like, oh, Aquaman. Uh, and now I, I can't stop that. saying Aquaman. It's stupid. Aquaman is a horrible movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, that, so and bad that's not, I never that's not just hating it. on DC. That's just like... It's a video game with people's faces in it. That's mm. that's essentially Apparently all. Jason Momoa stepped up to support Johnny too. Well, I mean, which, he, which I, I feel I, like the last I heard is that he called Amber Heard mean. Yeah, uh, which, which I feel like he didn't do before. So I don't know. I don't know. Weird. Yeah, I, I read I read that he did, but I didn't read the exact quote. So you know, yeah. um, it's whatever. But anyway, that's enough of that uh, nonsense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's get into possum. Mother, father, what's a foot? Only possum black as soot. Mother, father, where to tread? Far from possum and his head. Here's a bag, now what's inside? Does he seek or does he hide? Can you spy him deep within? Little possum, black as sin. Police are widening their search for missing teenager Michael Browning, who disappeared on his way home from school. Out in the four, I recall. Your school, wasn't that? There, there, lad. I had no idea. Did you find him? After returning to his childhood home, a disgraced children's puppeteer is forced to confront confront his wicked stepfather and the secrets that have tortured his entire life. It is written and directed by Matthew Holness, starring Sean Harris, uh, Alan Armstrong, pretty much no one else. There's a few other people like uh, 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 Rohan Godeb. Go Mm -hmm. go to bed. Go to bed. Go to bed. Rohan, go to bed. Go to bed, bed, Rohan. Uh, He's probably never heard that before. Uh, Andy (laughs) Blythe, Ryan Enever, uh, 
And it's not just that these aren't big names. They're like literally n- no one's in it except for Sean Harris. Yeah, it's a very small cast. Very, very small cast. The the reason I picked this was 100% because I saw a still of it on Instagram that creeped me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, the shot of the puppet in in a mirror. Um, the Spider-Man puppet. Not Spider-Man. It's a spider with a man's head. Yeah. A puppet and it terrified <laughs> me. Uh, and so, yeah, I watched it. And uh, what I like most about this film is that they try something different. It's very dark and atmospheric. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing really, like, absolutely terrifying about it. It's more s- subdued, psychological. Like, you you could tell that he's, he's experienced some shit in his life. Yeah, Sean um, Harris does very well of showing... Like just the um, like emotion that he's holding back and everything like that. Yeah, definitely. And it, he he is he's um the most Im- the impressive thing to me was his physical uh, performance, mm-hmm. specifically in the beginning when he's holding the bag that has the puppet in it. Uh, he's holding it like he's afraid of it. If, if I don't know if you know picked up on that. Yeah, but it's like, like it's no like he's carrying he's, an animal in a cage. Exactly. Like no matter how he's walking, he's like holding it in front of him, never by his side to where it's out of his sight and just like in a very uncomfortable way, like like exactly like you said, like an animal in a cage, just mm-hmm. trying to make sure it's never out of his sight. And I thought that that was like a brilliant touch. Uh and his his entire demeanor throughout the film is very interesting. Yeah. Like he's he's definitely uh just just kind of spooked all the time and just like could be afraid easily like he he does very well physically as far as like just talking to a random person like he's just so shy or scared of just even approaching any anybody or anything yeah um and he doesn't obviously because it's a small cast he doesn't really talk to anybody but mm-hmm. like you you're with him this whole time and just you see you know just this raw emotion just how What's what's the word to describe? He's just kind of keeps to himself and just you know introverted, uh, very very introverted and you know misanthropic in a way. Uh, not, yeah. not not that he's like hates people. He just tries to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, and it's, for uh, obviously good reason that we'll find out later. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the the thing I uh, another great thing about this movie. Um, I, well, let me. I'm gonna just say the overall negative thing about it. It's a little weird pacing wise. Like it felt like it should have been a short film, but they just stretched it out mm-hmm. uh, to to 85 minutes. Uh, not that's not to say that like it was. It's not a long movie. It just feels long. It feels long. Yeah. There's not there's, exactly much happening other than the psychological. And it's, and it's a little bit repetitive. Run. But but they uh with the b story of the missing child or the missing boy that he sees in the beginning that goes mm-hmm. missing they do a, a fantastic job at making you question whether or not Sean Harris's character is the kidnapper mm-hmm. uh where like you know he's he's going to the school he what he's doing makes sense for the character and and all his trauma but it's also just like maybe these these are little glimpses into who the monster he actually is, and I, to the point where like I thought maybe the the like the puppet was like a metaphor for like a, a body in the bag yeah. or or something like that where yeah. he was or hiding something like, in the bag. 
or even like his other half, like his personality to where he can lash out or do yeah. something. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and it was a re- great uh, red herring mm-hmm. that way um, where, you know, he kept trying to get rid of it again and it keeps coming back. Uh, it's, it's a great metaphor. Even It's a great metaphor for what it actually is, which we talked about spoilers where it's just his trauma. It's a, it's a metaphor for his trauma and he mm-hmm. keeps trying his to get baggage. rid of it. His bag, literally his baggage. He's, he's literally carrying around his emotional baggage the whole movie. Goddamn, Glenn. Yep. Smartest thing you've said in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I thought about that midway through the movie. That's I was, I, I was I pretty didn't proud even think of it. About that. But yeah, that, he's literally carrying his baggage around, and no matter what he does to try to get rid of it, it just comes back. And it's honestly, this movie went up a bit for me with you just saying that. Yeah. Like, goddamn, that that that's brilliant, and. I gotta rethink my whole thing now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, it's 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 great, uh, a great metaphor for that, and it does a great job of making you second guess the kind of person he is and who he uh, is hiding in the bag or or not. Mm-hmm. And then, like, even his interactions with his his uncle Maurice, like, uh, you have no idea because uh, you you keep constantly kind of getting swayed into thinking again. That, that, you know, Philip's probably doing these things or anything like that because Maurice is, like, swaying him and he's like, are, are you okay? Like, what what's going on? And just, you know, make kind of making him feel worse about himself as he's trying to move on. Yeah. Um, Bringing up, like, the fact that he was bullied and having yep. him explain in detail how he was bullied. Mm-hmm. And it, it never... It never felt like anything was pointing to anybody else except for Philip the whole time. Mm. Um, well, for me at least. Um, I mean, there, and, you're, you're definitely wondering what's up with uh, Maurice or Morris. Yeah. As I think it's pronounced in whatever uh, accent they have. Um, Good old English I, accent. Morris is obviously a douche nozzle, mm-hmm. uh, but he does have moments of empathy. Which yeah. make you second guess that the the it does a really good job of making you second guess all the characters, um, mm-hmm. and uh, where which is, which is huge which is huge as to why it's such a small cast because yeah it there's only so many people you could really point your fingers to and you're really only brought to two of them most of the time yeah you know the, the another kind of character in this is the house a bit you know I, I hate when people say the setting as a character but in this it kind of was. Yeah, because it, it even though it it wasn't haunted, it felt haunted. It was dirty. It was disgusting. But it, it was it haunted him. It haunted him exactly. Yeah, uh, it it kind of matched his inner turmoil. Uh, so artistically, this movie is top notch. It is mm-hmm. a phenomenal visuals. Visual, oh my god! Yeah, art, visual performance. Artistically, it's great. The pacing is is uh, you know leaves a little bit to be desired, but it's it's definitely. Definitely a uh, a well thought out film. Mm-hmm. Um, that really my only complaint is that maybe it should have been a short instead of a even like a um, an uh, hour like f- an hour long movie probably would have done it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then there was like a couple jump scare sounds, but other yeah, the than music that, was a bit much. Like if, something that didn't even need uh, the the loud noises in the slightest, especially when it's like a slow pan or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they really that that and the pacing is the only thing that really took it away from me. But I mean, a hundred or hundred twenty five, but an hour and a half. That's you know, I'm not you know scratching my neck looking for something else to do. I was watching the whole time. Um, but I mean, other than that, I mean, the movie was great visually. You know, acting, 
Yeah, I mean, we didn't even get to the ending yet. And we, we didn't even we had, get there. Well, yeah, I, that's kind of something I wanted to touch on is that um, with, with Maurice Morris, however you want to pronounce it, showing some empathy uh, kind of towards the end, it takes any suspicion off him being the masked man that attacked him when he was a child mm-hmm. out of your mind completely. Yeah. Uh, it is slightly, I don't want to say cartoonish or whatever, but it's, it's kind of felt like a Scooby-Doo moment, um, where it's just like, it, Morris, mm-hmm. I would have got away with you too, if it weren't for you meddling <laughs> puppets. Um, but it, it was still done effectively to the point where it shocked me. I wasn't like gasp shocked, but it, it definitely yeah. was like, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and and it, not like bad twists where it's w- uh, out of the realm of possibility. Uh, it is a po- like it is a possible probable thing, uh, yeah. and didn't just spring on you with no warning. Mm-hmm. I th- I think the thing with that and how uh, quick the ending went is it all happened really so fast. It was like a two minute. The ending just felt like straight two minutes. Yeah. Um, Again, that's then, why it should have been a short. Because the and then which, short. which in a way is nice because while uh, after the events that happened there um, at the end, while uh, Philip is just sitting outside of a the shack or the shed or whatever he was sitting next to, he's processing basically what just happened, and then as he's processing, the credits roll. And then you also get the process, basically, what just happened, yeah. which was which was a pretty pretty cool touch, I guess, because it, it just happened so fast. You didn't you didn't really have time to process what was going on because it was so exactly. fast. Um, but I mean that was that was that was a nice touch, yeah. at least as well. But yeah, I think to to wrap up, just like artistically, visually, acting, performance, metaphorically, as you you said, like it's mm-hmm. it's a really well rounded film pacing just a little bit slow and and probably could have cut off a good 20 25 minutes uh i understand why it's only a 5.7 out of 10 it's not one of those movies where i'm just like how is this a 5.7 out of 10 i I get it i i'm until honestly until you talked about that like the emotional baggage thing i was very like on the fence about it and i like it a little bit it's still not a great movie but it's it's better than with that little tidbit, it's it's more meaningful than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I I think it's a solid movie. Yeah, it was a surprisingly solid movie for sure. Yeah, um, and it did have those creepy visuals I uh, picked it, it for. It did, yeah. Other than you know the things we talked about there, I, I didn't really have too many gripes with it. I yeah. wasn't too bored, but you know, it legitimately just, it was just a little too long. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. So, that does it for the review of Possum. That brings us to our judgment. As always, it needs to be a unanimous decision whether or not it goes on the KFR shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden and becomes a little shelf boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is my chance to pick, but honestly, your little tidbits about this completely derailed what my decision was. <laughs> uh, so, I am. I was going to originally say no. Yeah. But I'm now on the fence, and I want to hear your thoughts first, I, if that's okay. Yeah, it's okay, because I'm going to say the exact same thing to you. Oh, um, no. Dur- and now we get to discuss what we want to do, because <laughs> we're both on the fence. We get to see what side of the, the wall we want to jump on here. Um, obviously, what I said was huge. Like, uh, 
as far as a, a, a trauma film, like it's it's so much more than just like a monster in a bag or whatever you want to. Yeah, you know, call it's one hundred percent about trauma. The to, trauma to most we carry people, around. it's probably like, oh, this is going to be a cool little horror movie. Puts it on and they hate it because there's nothing horrific about it. The horrific thing is the psychological, you know, uh, just f- phenomenon of what the fuck happened to to Philip when he was a kid and you know what he's dealing with now. And then, you know, Maurice, Morris, whatever you want to call him, at the end, and, and you know, how fast that went, it, it builds up, sadly, like, a, a little too slow and a little slowly too paced, but it builds up to this moment where you're, you don't know whether he's doing these, these kidnappings and kill, killings mm-hmm. or whatever the hell, and then, then you find out that, you know, he was a victim himself and then, you know, overcame that. Uh, it's it's tough because everything's in the juices. It's in it's in the cake that you're making, mm-hmm. but the cake didn't come out exactly how you want it to. You know, it's got a it's, it's, to put it's it got into, all the uh, perfect ingredients, but the cake the presentation's not the way you want it to let's, look. Let's let's do. I don't know if you could watch Great British Bake Off, uh, but let's put it into <laughs> a, a pie uh, uh, metaphor here. Mm-hmm. It is a perfectly baked cake except for it has a soggy bottom yep as they say on the great british bake-off uh so we got to get rid of that soggy bottom (laughs) yeah um but yeah i I think i would say i'm leaning more towards yes shelf oh boy okay oh yeah i was leaning towards no for shelf (sighs) but i do like it but but like it's it's like the percentage there is like you know 55 45 yeah, like it's not, not, not like, in like rating like it's not an f rating it's just yeah not whether slightest. or not it goes on the shelf i would i i, I would agree mm-hmm. uh yeah fuck it it goes on the shelf yeah fuck yeah. it soggy bottom <laughs> boys yes uh, i mean i will probably personally never watch it again not because yeah. i did i disliked it just because it's i've seen it i've experienced it it's an experience of a film, not so much yeah. an enjoyable one. And this this goes on there as far as like a list of like, oh, if somebody wants to see a psychological horror. I'm like, oh, you yes. didn't you didn't watch us or whatever. You didn't watch it's Get different. Out or anything like that. It's it's different in the fact that you're not looking for an exact horror movie. You're looking for a psychological thing. Yeah. And I think this this goes with those. It's Maybe not di- the top of the list, but it, yeah. it's on there. It's definitely gonna stick with you for a few days afterwards too, because mm-hmm. I've still think about a few things from it um yeah i mean i watched it last night so it's not like that much time has passed yeah, yeah. but it's it's stuck with me mm-hmm. so possum goes onto the shelf with the likes of apostle and handmaid and becomes a little shelf boy waving its flag with its pants hiked up high waving that bad saluting boy. to the gods of cinema mm-hmm. it becomes a little shelf boy that brings us to our assignment for next week glenn it is your turn to pick All what right. are we watching what are we watching exactly well, I wanted to kind of like segue from the Johnny Depp stuff to maybe watch a Johnny Depp movie. Mm. But then I realized you've watched every fucking Johnny Depp movie. <laughs> every basically. single one? Not not every one, but most of the ones Chocolat. that were on. Have you, uh, I've watched it, sadly. Okay. <laughs> so, so between both of us, we've basically watched them all. But then it got me thinking, like, who else could we watch that I, I haven't at least thought about in quite a while? And then I realized Gene Hackman's still alive. I, I kind of want to watch a Gene Hackman film. And then, like, the yeah. domino effect just trickled down, and there's a movie called The Conversation that is on Amazon Prime in what I'm assuming is a new subscription program called Philo? Philo? Philo. Uh, Philo. I think, so it's, I think it's Philo. 
But the conversation. This is a world of hidden mics and two-way mirrors. A world where nothing is private. You think we can do this? Later in the week. Harry Cole is an expert. The best there is. Let me tell you something about Harry Cole. The best bar none. I'll drink to that. The best what? The best bugger on the West Coast. What about me? He can bug anybody, anytime, anywhere. Nobody knows how you did it, though, Harry. It was the hell of a scandal, too. Look, did you see him? The man with the hearing aid, like Charles. He's been following us all They're not people to him, just voices. Three people were murdered, that's all. He doesn't know them, and they don't know him. Uh, had nothing to do with me. I mean, I just turned in the tapes. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. I've been involved in some work that I think, I think will be used to hurt these two young people. <laughs> No way responsible. I, I'm not responsible. I... You're not supposed to feel anything about it. You're just supposed to do it. Be careful, Harry. You're just supposed to listen. Not look. Not feel. Not care. <clears throat> a paranoid secretive surveillance expert has a crisis of conscience. Uh, when he suspects that the couple he is spying on will be murdered. Uh, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, and also written by the great man himself, stars Gene Hackman, uh, John Cazale, and Alan Garfield. A couple people out there, like Cindy Williams as well, and Michael Higgins, and Frederick Forrest. Uh, so yes, uh, I, haven't seen a, I haven't seen a Gene Hackman film in a while, and I love that guy. He's great in almost everything that he's in. Yeah. Um, and the man's still alive, so fucking kudos to that. Yeah. And we're going to watch that goddamn movie together. It does. The poster reminds me of a German film that beat out Pan's Labyrinth for best foreign film when that came out called The Lives of Others. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you look at the poster for that, you will know exactly why. Let's check it. Uh, well, let me that see. That does can... look a lot like. Well, because there's a guy wearing headphones. Yeah, the headphones, um, damn it. And there's a couple. And a couple. Oh, let me see if that's actually. Okay, it's not. I mean, it's probably maybe inspired, but... Uh, so the conversation, you said that's on Amazon Prime? Yep. And Ooh. Philo, Philo. Yeah, I've been, uh, been kind of meaning to watch it. Mm -hmm. uh, so the conversation available on Amazon Prime and Philo and probably other places, uh, that does it for this week's episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we are Keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter, Keystone underscore film. Facebook, Keystone film review. YouTube, Keystone film review. TikTok, Keystone film review. Film review. <laughs> <laughs> and on Letterboxd, I'm Mike KFR. And I am Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when we watch The Conversation. Bada bing. We're going to have a conversation about The Conversation. We are going to have a conversation about The Conversation. Yeah, how many jokes, how many times has that joke been made? That's the real question. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.